Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Welcome. Welcome. And again, welcome. To another week of the Married Men Don't Talk talk show. Hope everybody had a good week. I'm going to put a disclaimer out there. I have no uh, goals with this topic. I don't have a a, a a motive. I don't have a sense of purpose. We're just going to talk about sex drive. We're going to keep it clean. No profanity, no politics. Anyway, so tonight's topic is sex drive. I'll be your co-pilot. Rodney's going to be the pilot. Yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> we'll flip it around and uh, and you know and get this plane off the ground and on the ground uh, the best way that we can. Anyway, uh, tonight's topic is sex drive. This is internet blog that um, me and Rodney go to, and it's a little bit off the chain. They talk about everything under the sun, and I asked a question. Um. And I, I don't really remember what the responses were, but I'm going to bring the question here because it's actually pertaining to this topic. Can your marriage dictate your sex drive? That's the question. Can your marriage dictate your sex drive? Um, if you need me to break it down, I'll break it down. It's it, it's We may have a sex drive. We may have come into the marriage with a certain sex drive. But certain things have taken place in the marriage which have now changed it. The sex drive may not be uh, as buck wild as it was, or your sex drive may have been even wilder. I don't know. But that's the first question of the night. Has anybody's marriage changed their sex drive? Yeah, I know for me. You talk about stuff that came in and changed it. Um, children will change <laughs> the sex drive. And I know right now I got a three-month-old, and I got two other kids and two careers and a lot of other stuff that goes on during the week. So all of that stuff plays a part in, you know, getting it in and just with, with with our schedules and everything, it can be tough. And a lot of times it's like, what can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do because, you know, you got to take care of the kids, you got to do homework, you know, got to put them to bed, got to get them dressed and all that good stuff. And, I mean, it changes the dynamics. So I would say, you know, I would say the, the kids definitely throw a wrench in the plans when it comes to sex drive. Okay, but what what you're talking is, from what I'm hearing, are the the possibilities change, the actual action 
of having sex changes. Um, so you're saying that these things make your sex drive be non-existent, or I'm just trying to understand. So you, let's just say you know your sex drive is on a level ten for that day, mm-hmm. meaning you want to get it in. Mm-hmm. But then you got to pick up the kids, uh, read homework, ballet, whatever. Mm-hmm. Your drive goes down to maybe level two because of these things. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean you're exactly right, and I'll give you a perfect example. Yeah. Tomorrow, um, my daughter has ballet. My oldest daughter has ballet. She's doing. Uh, they're getting ready. They're doing an open house, so they selected her to be one of the um, young ladies that is an example of, you know, if you sign your your daughter up, you know, this is the level, you know, that she'll be performing at. And, you know, she's, I wouldn't say my daughter is like the the featured dancer or anything like that, but she's one of the dedicated members and, you know, she's pretty good. Um, So tomorrow she has that and my middle child has open house. And then after that we have, uh, church so it's like trying to figure all that out and we have to hit all three gotcha so and granted we can but it's going to be rough and it's going to take one parent being on one end of the town another parent being on the other end of the town and then coming together for the last event okay so and this is the point that I'm trying to get to. So after that last event is done and y'all back in the house, it's still on level two? Yep. Tired at that point. Hmm. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, and and, and you, you talk about how, you know, going from level 10 to level two, I don't even, I mean, tomorrow is no need even being on level 10. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause gotcha, we, gotcha. you know what you're faced with. So tomorrow is a don't even think about it kind of day. Pretty much. Yeah, because those exist. Mm-hmm. I have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not a sex drive day, so don't even know. No. Okay. What about a situation where it's not, what about like a Saturday? And all those activities aren't there. What in that day could probably change it? Same thing, kids. Because <laughs> the kids still there. Hmm. I mean, they didn't go anywhere. And well, like was... let's say they visit uh, the Grands. Yeah, that won't happen because both of the Grands live at least. One of them's two and a half, one of them's three and a half away. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, would you say, would you say that? I mean, this is, might be a crazy question. It may just be a uh, not a real smart question, but I'm asking anyway. Would you say that the sex drive now, uh, married with children and a bunch of responsibilities, has drastically changed since before the kids? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think even even furthermore, you know, with a with an infant. You know, it changes. 
because the infant has to be taken care of and responsibilities and everything. So, and granted, it doesn't make it extinct, but it changes because before, um, you know, you didn't you didn't have an infant, and you know, you put the kids to bed and. You know, it is done deal. You can watch a movie or whatever. And thankfully, he sleeps. You know, he does go to sleep. He's asleep now. And, um, you know, he'll sleep through the night. Wake him up one time to feed him. But mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, he'll, he does sleep. So that's a good thing. So it's not like, you know, you'd be awakened, you know, a crying baby. So, I mean, that, that's a good thing. But, you know, gotcha. going back to your point, I mean, it. I, th- I think you know with my situation personally, it's the the newborn um, definitely changed things. Wow! So basically, the kids are the are the things that will. It's kind of close to the top of the list of the things that can actually change your sex drive. Absolutely, that's what I'm hearing. That's probably but number as, one. But as men, I thought that. And this is from what I've read and from what I know, being a man, is that no matter what, we're always ready. Not necessarily. Okay. Frame of mind, you know. Gotcha. Um, Also, let's take a scenario of no kids, just familiarity and and, and knowing that something is is more available than it was before, you know. Before it was the, the anticipation of one getting it, you know, and then after you got it, it was when's the next time, you know. But after a few months, it may change. She may uh, cause it to change. In some cases, he might cause it to change. You know, so because it. it it, it could be a situation where it's like she'll say, "Well, you know, you know, you won't get, and it's no rush, you know, <laughs> you know." She might take that attitude, or you know, she might want to use it as a uh, weapon against you, you know. So a lot of things can can change it without kids. Well, like you said, Mister Host, that. You know, men are always ready. Yes, we're always ready, but I think it goes back to your frame of mind, like the brother said, that, like, I, I'm not even thinking about it, you know, for tomorrow because we have so much on the on the agenda. Yeah. But if that changes, of course I'll be ready to perform. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got that, got that. I think that um, your situation may be somewhat unique. To the it question is. that I ask, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when I ask a question like that, I'm thinking of the absence of availability, meaning the absence of opportunities to do it. Now we talk about a lot of times where, 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 you know, we hear men getting less and less and less intimacy after getting married not a myth we hear it all the time every week so the what i'm trying to get at is what does that do to your sex drive when you know that you may be ready but your partner may not be you know that their disappointment is in the air 
You know what I'm saying? Like Rodney would say that most men are one aggressive woman away from having an affair. Right? So, so, and the reason why they're that way is because something isn't isn't right within the marriage, you know, when it comes to that avenue. So, um, as far as having a sex drive, coming in with a healthy sex drive, and then two, three years later your sex drive is not healthy anymore, I think it's a little bit more than just the kids, I would think. So you're saying that, unlike my unique situation, you're talking about a situation where there aren't those obstacles. Yes. You know, in the way. It's just like you come home, your kids are teenagers, they're doing their own thing, or maybe your kids are out of the house. You know, or maybe your kids are, like the brother said, at grandma's house or whatever the case may be, or their friends. And it's like, ooh, you know, you on 10 that morning, like, yeah, I know the kid's going to be gone or the kid's not an issue anyway, but you still dry. Yeah. Yeah. You still dry. I remember people used to tell me um when they wanted to get out, find a way to get out the house, go hang out with the fellas or whatever. So they intentionally go home and start an argument with the wife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of guys say, eh, I go home and start an argument with the wife, we argue and beef and then I'm out. And I'm gotcha. free for the night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what if the situation is she knows you. She knows that you're feeling that it's time. It's been a while. You've already made arrangements for the kids. You've taken care of all the groundwork for that romance. So how does she say, how does she wiggle out of doing it? Start an <laughs> argument. Right. Start a nagging right. session. I think nagging will kill a sex drive. I think an argument, an accusation that's unwarranted will kill a sex drive. So could it be the point where it may be tactical? <laughs> could be. It could be tactical. Where you're like, okay, well, you know you know, it's time. It's that time. It's that time. Because certain times our schedule allows us to get into, you know what I mean, a, a, a conditioned state where it's you know these particular times is getting it right state. It's have sex time. Mm-hmm. Right? Because everything else, like you said... Everything else just doesn't allow it, whether it be scheduling conflicts, whether it be the kids, whether it be church, whether it be whatever it may be, those times are not good times. Unless you slide a quickie in in the bathroom, which most married people don't do anyway, um, it's not a good time. So can you think that it might be tactical for a woman to say, yeah, I don't really feel like it, but I know he wants to, so let me figure out a way to wiggle out of it. And when that continues to happen, then your sex drive starts to diminish. Yeah, because it's like, you know, we had a brother on here recently. You know, he was at the once a month, and that's what he was used to. So probably, and I'm, you know, I'm yeah. trying, you know, not to speak for him, but I'm thinking that there's no need for him, you know, getting, you know, all excited ten times a month. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For yeah. what? Yeah, for what? It ain't going down. Ain't going Not down. in your house. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So 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 that leads me to what happens. Now we've already established the fact that if we didn't have the distractions, if we didn't have the commitments, if we if we had the time, we would be down for the get down whenever it's ready. 
Then there are times when we just don't feel like it. The football game's on. We had a bad day at work. We might be tired coming from the gym. We just don't have it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, as men, we probably would, you know, at some points refrain from doing it. But let's just say 80% of the time we're ready. What are the things that happen to a woman's sex drive that makes her, because I'm thinking 45, 50% ready half the time? Maybe. Maybe that? Maybe. 35? That's a, probably a safer number. 35? I mean, I'd probably, I'd say on the, you know, between 35 and 50. Yeah, I would say 40s. Uh... Yeah, that's probably a good number. What is wrong with that picture? <laughs> what happened? I think life happens. Think. No, man, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not happen. Like It doesn't happen like that, man. Sure. I don't understand that. Sure. That's half. Literally, that's half. Wow. And, and 80% for us is a modest number. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, well, with women, a lot of other things will come into play. Um, self-image, self-esteem, you know, um, even even the natural change. Some women change a lot uh, earlier than other women. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes it a situation where you, you will learn to adapt. You know, um, it, it also depends on your commitment. You know how committed you are to your relationship sure. for you to even consider. Falling into that type of routine, you know, if you don't care, then you know it's like you on your own. <laughs> you on your own. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I've known a few uh, women who are uh, a little older than me that is ready to go. So I, <laughs> it just depends. Well, listen, you know? listen now. But you, and you make a good point. They're ready to go. Now, most unmarried women are ready to go now. Mm, talk about it. Talk about it. They stay ready to go now. Most mm. of them keep it available and ready on demand right now. <laughs> talk they about looking it at you like, can I get some of that? We all know they're extremely aggressive, and it's easy, especially if they're up in the numbers, 35, <laughs> 40. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's Me. like fishing with dynamite. Y'all know that. <laughs> they're ready. Correct. Not a whole lot of conversation to it. No, hey, you want to hook up? Hey, let's hook up. Yep. See, now, I'm in that window, you know, where, uh, you know, if you're in your 30s, you don't think about Maybe a woman in the sixties. Well, I'm I'm in that that wheelhouse, you know. Okay. And I've encountered women who are older than me that I've either were in a relationship with or just that I meet. And I'm telling you, I I don't know if it's the the the, the health food health food stores or 
prescriptions or whatever, but, um, <laughs> you know, they, they are a lot more, as they say, cougars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But they're ready. Whether it be cougars or not, it that term is okay because it's got its own place. But a dude could be the same age, and they're ready. Yeah, but even let me take let me take what you said just a little bit further, Mister Host. Sure. Because you could take that another direction and say that the girlfriend, the fiance. Is ready, but the wife is not. That's the mystery. You know, because you know the girlfriend stage. You you remember like rabbits, like rabbits. Anything goes. Try anything. Mm-hmm. Down for but, whatever. Trying to be impressive. But once you walk down that aisle, something changes. Something changes. Well. The question is what? <laughs> See, he on the other side of the aisle. You're on the other side of the aisle. You're going to be there in a minute. You're going to be like, no, oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> no. He said no. <laughs> you know, I, I'll try not, but but I, I, I have to honestly say there are times where, you know, if the situation, like, before it's like you know I won't won't even turn my collar down you know right. <laughs> like yeah. you know and it also because now I've never been married so I've had I'm not gonna say multiple relationships because all of my relationships have gone longer the majority of them have gone longer than five years okay you know and depending on who I'm with and 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 I've I've been with an even number of women being younger than me and being as much as actually as 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 um older as eight and younger as eight. Well that seems to be that target with me. And um you know, the the eight year old woman is like man, you know. Um, it wasn't even an issue. Of eight question. years younger or eight years older? Older. Older. I mean... No issue. I mean, she could make me drop remote control. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she... And, uh, and one eight years younger is like, you got to be kidding me. You know? So it, it just depends, you know? And then older women are also a lot more comfortable now with themselves and where yeah. they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, so that want. makes it a lot, right, and that makes it a lot easier for them to, you know, I I dated a woman one time. She wouldn't even date a man and older or equal to her age, and she was older than me. Cause she said they they flops, you know, and it's like really, <laughs> you know, I I pray that doesn't happen to me. Um but it 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 just depends. It depends, you know, because I I've been like with my kids, mother. I I couldn't wait till she went to bed. Till I'd sit up till four in the morning before I go to bed, and we had to get up and go to work. I just don't even want to be around you. So there was no sex drive, you know, and I wasn't going to cheat. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I don't do that. I, I'm going to get rid of you before I cheat because I'm not going to give you nothing that you can say bad about me. That's just my ego, I guess. For sure, for sure, for sure. But you said something very, very interesting. And what I mean by that is the age difference. So basically, if we talk about the younger wives... That was my fun. So if we talk about the younger wives versus the older wives, right? So if we say the younger wives between the age of 25 and 40, and then we say between the age of 40 and 55, the 40 and 55 are probably going to have more success when it comes to a healthy sex drive on both sides. Is that accurate? Maybe. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't maybe. know. I the forty-five and forty and I don't know. I'm I just say guessing. Maybe because the the common denominator is the wife status. Now, single, you know. Well, no, no, no. But they're both married on both ends. Yeah, but I, you know, I was just saying that you know you compare. A 45-year-old single woman versus a 45-year-old married woman, I think you'll get a different response. Yes. And that's why I say... 45-year-old single woman is going to get it in. by any Yeah, exactly. Answer. You know, and keep it moving. You know? And depending on, on the living um, arrangements, you know. Um, but but daily stress does play into a lot of it. And I've, had, I've been told this, you know... Sitting on the couch, you know, acting like uh, the only thing they know is is watching remote control, is that will definitely kill a sex drive for her. Okay, so you mean if we're sitting on the couch, right? Oh, got it. Or playing video games, whatever. Right. Got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because then, I mean, for sure, because that that's what you're thinking about. That's what's more important. Right, right, right. But still, what if you're not sitting on the couch? And what if, you know, you're doing everything around the house and, you know, filling in the gaps, you know, and, and, and tending to the kids or doing what you do, and there's still no sex trial? Then what? You can't blame it on, you know, Madden 2013. Right. And then I guess you can look at it as, is it a a physical Bamboozlement is what I call it. (laughs) Control, you know, uh, okay, I did gas your cup when I had it. You know, now all of a sudden I'm going to go through. And see, that would make me, you know, very, very uh, uh, um, type. Yeah, you know, I would be like, oh, you will play that with me? You know, and like I said, I've I've been doing this for a long time, and I'm at the point now where I see it coming. I'm cutting it off at the pass. Don't even try it. Don't even try it. Yeah. Y- yeah. You know. Yeah. Because it, it's a waste. It's, I'm too old to play games. I said that today. It, it, we're too old to be playing games. It, this is this is the the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 We got a chatter that says that, and I'm. Soon as a woman that 
she's uh, over 40 and under 50 and never says no. And the husband is 13 years younger. Wow. And see that, now, now see, when I look at that, I understand that as a mature person. Because when you have, see, my wife is 10 years younger than me. i got to be on top of my game. have to be. It's imperative. You see, so when you think about someone that is 13 years older than their spouse and still never saying no, they understand. I mean, it's the it's the fundamentals, I think. I think it's just a fundamentally sound thing to have in you when you're like, okay, I'm not going to deny that. Because it eliminates a lot of issues, I believe. Mm. And I hate, to say that, I hate to say this, hear me, but when... When it's a when it's a uh, a relationship like that, and the guy's thirteen years younger, mm-hmm. and you're dealing with immaturity, you know he's the guy that's gonna be sitting in front of Madden for twelve hours. You know he can't sit there and just play one game. You know I he, hear you, but hear me out, and I will stand behind this. What I'm about to say, and I've always stood behind this. A strong woman will eliminate all of that. Mm. Mm. A strong woman will eliminate all of those childish things that a man does. When she turns her back and says, okay, well, yeah, whatever's whatever, that's when a man's probably going to take advantage. But a strong woman, like what I'm thinking that we're talking to right now, that is in control of the situation, probably doesn't have those issues. I'd I'd bet money. Okay, mm-hmm. but also, you got at that age, they're buying the toys, they're buying the relationship. Not to say she's doing that. I'm just saying, you know, um, he becomes the child then. Yeah. You know, because yeah. she's supplying him with what mommy used to supply him with, you know. And the and, and 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 the extra is the bedroom scene, you know, and sometimes that can be forgotten. It's just like with um, the situation of, you know, the brother had the three month old, and then he starts looking at his wife as a mother and not the woman. You see what I'm saying? Sure, 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 sure. sure. Yeah, and I you think know. that's possible, but uh, you know, like in my case. I don't even know how to play Madden. I mean, was, <laughs> I, I mean seriously, I mean. But you got other things. You got exactly. cell phone. You got Twitter. You got. I mean, you know, we got things. You know, Facebook. We all got things that you know that we do that's that's equivalent to Madden. You're, yeah. you're right, and I probably do all that more than y'all play Madden. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't play Madden anymore. My wife told me, uh, "What you gonna play with? Me or the video game?" And I got rid of the and video. See, let me stop you right well, there. Well, it just naturally fell by the wayside <laughs> with me. I don't even think about buying a game. Now I'm into my other toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let me stop you right there, Mr. Host. Yeah. Because you said something that is, is is profound. The bottom line is that, like you said, mature woman, that dude ain't going to have time to be playing Madden, you know, and, and stuff. If she's like, are you coming to bed or what? Yeah. You know, and you know what that means. It's just like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or you gonna play Madden? So yeah. it's not even so. So when he gets home from work, he's not even thinking about Madden. No. Mm-mm. And then next thing you know, you go down and Madden is man. 
in the box. Man, in three weeks. Yeah, it's collecting dust. Imagine it's like, why, why do they even buy this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about, a strong woman. A strong woman will make you put that remote control down. Mm-hmm. Will make you put that Madden down. Will make you not buy the new game that just came out, 2013. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, for what? For what? For what? I don't need that. Because it's a distraction. We don't want to complete a whole football season and go to the Super Bowl as married men playing Madden. Do we? Really? <laughs> I, I don't even. I, I don't. I, I can't call it. Huh? No, right? We don't want. We don't care about that. We think about bigger things now. We thinking about being successful in our marriage and getting Great. the things that we want without working too hard to get it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but again, the 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 women and the age, I believe, is a huge is a huge thing. And I think that the older women don't have the same complaints that the younger women deal with. Now, self inflicted stuff that I'm talking. Now, if I can use a friend of mine as as a example, she's older. She has two kids. They are tweeners and a teen. Um, you know, she's management. He was management, and he got out of that because it was driving him crazy. But it, it, this is a guy that, that I've known for a while, and it's like she would go to bed, and the whole world would have to stop moving. You know, no noise, no nothing. You know, and then when he would when he would go when he would go to bed, you know, he's got to move all the dogs because this chick brings home an animal. You know, <laughs> like you bring home a paycheck every time you turn around, wow. she's bringing something straight in. Wild kingdom. So when he goes to bed, he got to move these dogs, which pisses her off because it wakes her up. You know, and it's like, you don't even have to ask him. You know what's going on there. There is no drive, you know, at all. You know, it's just a routine, you know. And she's, I'm going to say, she's very overbearing. She's very demanding. She's very loud, you know. Not loud. So that would kill a sex. That would kill mine. That would kill mine. I mean, <laughs> I'd be, it'd be flashing. So so I think that the word that I'm looking for, I think you kind of brought that out, is suppressed. Yeah. Suppressed. Opposed to it's not being there, it's suppressed. It's somewhere where it's tucked away. You know what I mean? And it's being hidden. It's being tucked away, suppressed. Because... I don't think it goes anywhere. You know why I don't think it goes anywhere? Because one of the biggest businesses known to man that we will ever know is the pornography business. If it wasn't suppressed, the pornography business wouldn't exist. Yeah, you're right about that, but it's the oldest profession in the world. Exactly. The reason why there is a pornography business is because of the sex drive being suppressed, I would think. How, yeah. 
how how successful would it be if there was no issues in the sex, it, no issues in the marriage when it came to, comes to sex? I mean, it it, it wouldn't be as as much of an issue, but you know, some guys are greedy. You know, some guys are, are you know the, the sheets are warm and they still, you know, they get up off of their wife and roll out of bed and go downstairs and look at porn right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then, then, and there's another issue. That's also can be something that's suppressed. If you are getting fifty percent in bed when you want a hundred, what happens to the other fifty percent? You see what I'm saying? Like if right. you get in there and you want to be, you want to have some variety, but you're told, nah, we're just going to hit this one position, go ahead, get it in, because i got to get up in the morning. Yes, you're active, and you're getting it in, but you, you're you not satisfied. It's meaningless sex. Exactly. It's get it in, get it done. Chore sex. That's not communicated sex. That's just routine sex. Routine. That's routine. I mean, think about this. What really is, and this is, is a crazy question, but I got to ask: What is sex without oral sex? <laughs> there it is. You didn't even wait till ten o'clock. You didn't even wait till ten o'clock. Yeah, you're right. It is ten o'clock on my computer. <laughs> your clock is <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, your clock is fast. Mm. You know what I mean? Nine fifty-seven. What is sex without oral sex? What is it? That is not foreplay. That's that's uh that's getting in, getting in out sex. It's or, almost it's almost equivalent to taking one for the team. Yeah, or quickie. Or quickie. And it can last two hours. Yeah. I mean am I right? Am I making yeah. this up? No, you're not making it up. No, it, it it could definitely be hors d'oeuvres, or it it could be dessert. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. And that, and guess what, fellas? That's on both sides, right? That's on both sides. Now, if you got one that oral sex is the norm, what's that going to do to your sex drive? <laughs> Scientifically <laughs> proven, it would increase it, Mister Host. Yes. <laughs> Make it healthy. If you know you're getting that knee dirty, you're looking forward to it. There is no Madden. Madden, you don't thrown it out, you don't sold it on eBay. But when certain things aren't performed, when certain things are overlooked or taken for granted or whatever the case may be, however you want to call it, it diminishes the sex drive. And you'll find something else to do. And you'll find something else to do. Or when you do finally get it in, or y'all figure it out, okay, now it's time. Yeah, you may still be hungry afterwards. Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's satisfied after that, though, man. Come on. No, you can't be. You can't be. So that's why people say, yeah, you know, I finished, you know, I just got. So, I mean, what if, what if, what if. Making love to your spouse, to you, seemed like foreplay for something to something else. That's one of those tomorrow questions. Yeah, say that again. 
What if making love to your spouse is equivalent to foreplay? Is something what else act? Like, something else like maybe pornography. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's it's it, it's not satisfying. So it's kind of like foreplay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You, you see what I'm saying? So you're like yeah. still hungry afterwards. You're like, yeah, it was all yeah. right, but but that's it. That's when it. The bomb, you know, I ain't gonna think about it tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because certain things didn't happen, and I think these things have to happen. It's important. It is very important that it happens. It's very important. It's very important. Now, now, um. Let me ask this question. If you could compare your sex drive to a car, what kind of car would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Right now, today, in your relationships, because everybody's not married on this phone, so in your relationship, what kind of car would it be at whatever age you are right now? Oh, the age? At whatever age you are right now today, Tuesday, the 4th. What kind of car would it be? Wow. Um, I'm going to say it like this. It's a Porsche. And if you've ever owned one or known someone that owned one, sometimes it's going to stay in the shop a little longer. <laughs> 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 you be driving. You know, that's why it's so, it costs so much to have it serviced because Porsches, sometimes you look up and it's in the shop for two weeks. You but know. it's still a Porsche nonetheless. Right, and when you get it out on the road, you you know, it's back to business. So that would be me right now. <laughs> because we're not under the same roof. But once under the roof, I'm I'm looking to go with a CCR. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Anybody else? Yeah, I'd probably say an SUV um, because I figure that, you know, I can get. Um, All terrain. Yeah, I mean, get all terrain, and it's you know serve many purposes. You know, I can haul the kids around with it, or you know, I can go on a date night. So, and I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier, Mister Host, about um, you know, we, you know, we, we're always ready, you know, no matter what. Yeah. So, if I need to go get some mulch or some furniture, you know, I I can do that. But at the same time, if I need to just go to work, just, you know, just do the, do the thing, you know, it it serves many purposes. So, But it's um, an SUV, which is always right. My SUV is always right. Yeah, I'm a little different. I'm a truck. Okay. I'm full capacity. I can load. I can drive on highway. I can, I can go. I put on that hard hat. Deliver some construction. Deliver some wood. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, and then you know, trucks is you know, it's it's there is it's what everybody needs. Every grown man needs. Look, look. You ain't, got to, you ain't got to go and get no supplies. No. You ain't got to ask somebody else for some supplies. No. You already got everything under one thing. No. Listen. If you're a homeowner, you need a truck. Y'all get that. (laughs) 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 So a truck is a good answer. But if we flip it, 
If we, let me see mine, I'm gonna go with 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 Rodney and go with the SUV. I like the SUV answer. I also like the Porsche answer too. I'm gonna go Porsche SUV. They got an SUV Porsche. They do. They, have, they do. Cat, Cayenne or something like that. The Cayenne. 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 S series. Okay. So, because this is actually a two-part question, y'all know how I roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of car would your wife be? Mm. Or let me not say your wife, your significant other. What kind of car would your significant other be right now today? Mm. Mine would be probably a, a, a Toyota. Truck, car. Hybrid. Oh man, you talking car? Even though she drives a hybrid, it's, it's reliable. You know, it's gonna keep it. It's gonna keep its value for a long time. Never needs maintenance. A little light on the maintenance. No, no, no. We're talking about the sex drive. What compared to the sex drive? That's, I'm comparing it. You okay. Know? Okay. All right. I'm, is light on the maintenance, so so it, it, it when you cut the car on, it's ready to go at all times. Uh, so I was saying, and it, and it's to keep its value, so everything everything is everything. Gotcha. I I would say mine would be a hybrid. A hybrid. Period. You, whatever model, because she'll she'll ride around on batteries. But when she kick in the gas, you, you know, <laughs> you better watch out. Right, you know, because <laughs> she she can trick you. <laughs> you know. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, I like the hybrid thing too. I like mm-hmm. the hybrid. Um, and I haven't answered the question myself. I haven't really got to think about it. Yeah. I really got to think about it. I'm I would still thinking myself. You know what I mean? Because you know it's got to be. Uh, it's dependable. It's not high power, but it can be um, temperamental. <laughs> you get in, it might not start. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you took out of that? <laughs> yeah, it might need to open the hood. It's like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, what's happening? You know, what do I need to do here? Uh, um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. A classic, classic, uh, classic uh, car. A classic car. Yeah, a classic good. car. You know what I mean? Looks good. You know what I mean? Looks like it works. Everything's great. You know, but T, you need a little TL, TLC. You know what I mean? You got to come with the new parts. Yeah, you don't drive it every day. That's not an everyday car. And that's not an everyday car. <laughs> I mean, that just kind of just sits around and wait for the car shows, you know what I mean? Or you yeah. might take it out on the weekend for a spin or whatever. Or a exactly. Special, special exactly. little, you know, take the sunroof down if the weather's nice. But other than that, it's just kind of just sitting under a car cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which again, which again, if you look at it, it's still a compliment. And the reason why I say that is because I don't know if I want to be married to a Corvette. 
I don't know. That might be a lot to ask for. Four best of stepping power. Exactly. Hard on curves. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a very little work for that. You hit that, and now they're all push button. You hit that button, you out. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I still like to work for mine a little bit. Not as much, now, but now, yeah. Now, here's one for you. Would you think that your wife or husband's sex drive might change yours? So if she is a, 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 a Corvette, you know, would that make you want to be a, uh, or, or you just want to be an escort, you know, sometimes it's just a little too much, yeah. even though, you know. I mean, that that's what, what makes life so interesting. There is that out there, you know, where she's yes. just too much. Too much. You know. Yeah. I mean, and again, I'm glad you said that because as men, do we want in a relationship, do we want that that Porsche? Do we want that high-powered sex drive? Because hmm. that, it, Yeah, because that in itself can diminish your sex drive. If that's what's on their mind all the time. Right. You might be like, yeah, no, I don't want to do it tonight. Because I've been in that situation. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And I'm not that guy. I'm never saying I don't want to. But, yeah, I'm good. Especially if you hit the highway with a quarter tank, you know. You know. And she's looking in her rearview mirror talking about where you at. Yeah. You know, that, mm-hmm. that could be very intimidating. It is. It, it is. You know, it is. And I don't care, again, it could be the bomb. It could be knee knee buckle, toe bent the wrong way, loving. But too much. You may say, I'm going to pass tonight. You know, you may go get an Xbox. <laughs> Just to be like, I'm playing this Madden I'm tonight. I'm playing this Madden and I'm trying to complete the season. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be careful, though, Mr. Host, because, I mean, you, you take it out and, um, you know, you, you park it in the wrong area of town. Somebody might steal it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey. I would probably have to say, in terms of mine, I think I would... I think I would skip the car and the truck and just go straight to a Ducati and just say, <laughs> like, they would be, they would be, she's sexy, petite, low maintenance, and only built for one. I like it. I like <laughs> it. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Now, we were talking about, I don't know, we've been on women for a minute, um, which is always a good thing. And women women like to, as we know, um, they pay attention to their surroundings. They pay attention to what's going on. Men, we like to keep up with the Joneses somewhat, but I don't think as much as our wives do. Um, and And they listen, and they're somewhat competitive too. That's why, you know, they tell you, they tell a woman, never think, Say how good your husband is in bed to another woman. That is true. Um, 
you know, because they, they, you know, it's a green light. And they don't care. They'll try to get at your man, whatever the case may be. Can a woman's sex drive be ignited by talk of another man's skills in bed? Mm. Case in point, something may be on Facebook. Something may be a guy at the office, guy at the gym. Word got out, he's strapping. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? And then you got a woman whose face, whose who's, who's sex drive is okay, but now it's, hmm. Mm. So you're saying she's picturing him over you, or you're just saying that? I, I kind of don't know what I'm saying, to be honest with you. To get her to say, I can't wait till I get home. That could be the case. Take it however you want to say. I didn't really think that far into the question, but I just kind of was hovering around the 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 talk of good sex somewhere. That's going to stir her. I mean, when you taking taking out of the equation her thinking of him while she's with you, taking that completely out of the equation, yes, and just asking the question, does that stir her? Does that do something for her? Does that change her mind about what's going to happen tonight when she gets home? Yes. Absolutely. I would have to say absolutely. No more than Tracy stirs your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And again, so you can say that someone's wife is talking to, and that's a good point. And I think I'm going to stay there for a minute and try to clean it up, talking to a girlfriend. And it just so happens that they get to this conversation about how good the girlfriend's man is. She may know the guy, she may not, but now she's in this conversation, and she could be, you know, a regular wife that comes home, got responsibilities, jobs, whatever, not really thinking about sex. But now she's sharing the stories of how this man is making her go woo, woo, woo on the regular, and and with details. Is that going to, is that type of activity something that may make her come home and, like you said, act a little different towards you? Yeah, I mean it, it. It could, but I mean, is that is that the kind? Of, is that what you want increasing her sex drive? No, no, no. Is some dude at work? No, but she well, wants. She wants to feel. She wants to have that same feeling. If she may came home and you wouldn't even know, you're like, hey, let's try something different. I want to do that. You know. Yeah, that's exactly where out. I was going with it. Wait, that's, that's exactly where out. I was going with it. Exactly. He he said it correctly. So we have, right now, each and every one of us are in a situation. The situation is what it is. It doesn't change much from week to week, day Mm -hmm. to day. Okay, whether we like it, we love it, whatever the case may be, it's our situation. We own it. Okay, so, and a lot of times there's no outside influence because we keep a close knit. This is what we are. We're responsible. We don't put our business in the street, and neither does our wife. That's why we married her. But sometimes things slip in. And just what Patrice is saying, something slipped in. When somebody offered some information of something that's happening to them, and your wife hears about it, she's like, what? You know, like me. I, 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 I heard the other day that there's an epidemic of pills. I had no idea. People are popping pills. I was dumb, stupid to it. I was like, people do what? Get high on pills? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? No more weed? No more crack? Now it's all pills? 
But I didn't know because I was in my own little personal cocoon. Mm-hmm. But your wife gets out of that cocoon for 10 or 15 minutes and hears about what's going on outside the world, outside that cocoon. Is it, possible, is it possible for now her to come home and say, hmm, I'm looking at things a little differently now. How big is the outside influence in your wife's sex drive? Or is there any? It could be major. I wow. mean, now, now it's the book club, you know. Now it's the book shades, club. 50 shades, 100 shades, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's like guys going to talk about that blue pill. Man, you get this blue pill and it's on. So you're, the women are doing the same thing, you know. When God put me in this position and... Hello? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We lost him. Well, I mean, you think, you think about it in terms of in terms of Hollywood. Let's just put Hollywood out there. Uh, for years, they've always centralized, you know, sensualized, I should say, women uh, in movies. That was kind of their that's kind of their role, and that, maybe to some extent, that is that's still their role, right? Some guys can care less if they can act or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. They just know what they wore. They know what what particular scenes they might have played. Oh yeah, I remember her. She's a, and don't know the name, but uh, you know they've kind of done some of that with uh, probably within the last decade or so. With uh, with men, and, and you know, you look at Tyler Perry plays, right? You can't go to a Tyler Perry play now without uh, Shamar Moore or someone lifting, taking their shirt off or something like that. Except exactly. the women just going berserk. You know what I mean? Sells tickets. So they sells tickets, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, you know, there there's, there's a lot more I think for women where they had to go to the uh, to the Chippendales. Now it's just it's a lot more prevalent for them to uh, uh, get in touch with that side, if you will. It's just it's more relevant, you know, on TV and movies, uh, and even really in music, too. And then, you know, the conversations that are taking place now are just more, I think, anyway, maybe just more, um, it's more open now. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And again, and again, I mean, we have to ask ourselves a question. If your wife were to go see male dancers by mistake, and I'm going to say by mistake because I don't know that we not we never we would never promote that. Mm-hmm. So it could be just somewhere in a situation where she had no control, and here come the male dancer. It could have been a surprise party for for Rebecca, and mm-hmm. then Jan invited male dancers, and nobody knew. It's a surprise, mm-hmm. and she's in it, right? Mm-hmm. Would we want her to come home excited, or would we want her not to come home excited? Will we want our sex drive heightened or not because of that situation? Bring the dollar bills home. <laughs> Would we be no mad money? if she came home and jumped all over us? No. Because of being at a at a male strip party? After the fact. We wouldn't be mad initially. Yeah, say that. <laughs> yeah, say that. Say that. That's right. But 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 wouldn't that make her normal? Yeah, that'd make her normal. Absolutely. As, you see what they I'm saying? Say, as they say, women should not be upset about their men going to strip joints because they come home. You know, I mean, except well, for I mean, a few. Exactly. But do we don't we want the them normal? About, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, on the other side of that, is, is is that 
okay too that women go to the strip club, they get it, they get all excited. We send them there. By what I'm hearing you say about um, the uh, women sending men to the strip club, but we send them there to get excited and they come home and that's okay. Uh oh. I think I think I think that's playing with fire. Absolutely. I think but that there, what standard. you just said, is playing with fire. Now, if it just happened, like I said, you know, when the, you didn't know the guy was coming, somebody came through the door, posed as mm-hmm. cops, and they were mm-hmm. strippers, okay, and then she got a little excited, yeah, so be it. Right. But for but for us to participate in that, is to me, is ludicrous. Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm just hearing oh, a double standard. That's yeah. just like that's just like you, you 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 pushing on her. You want to have a threesome, and next thing you know, you do, and she gone. Yeah, <laughs> you, that's, that's, that's you know, you asked it. for it. Now she's you, you know she's wide open for it. Now what? You, you know, so no, I wouldn't yeah. promote it. But if she did it, it wouldn't wouldn't be an issue with me. And if she came home like that, so be it. But I'm not gonna say uh, you going next week, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. That'll be a problem. That's a problem because if you travel, like maybe some of us do for work or what have you, uh, and you travel, you say, well, yeah, it's fine. You can go out with your girls or whatever. When she come home and ain't no man there, how many mm-hmm. times does she come home and ain't no man there before she say, I need a man? Mm-hmm. Just, just I I I, I forgot to stop by the store and get batteries, so this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or right. or she come home and you playing Madden. You're like, yeah, I'll pass tonight. I'm on Madden tonight. <laughs> you know, she all hot and bothered like, what? You going to play Madden? And mm-hmm. you're trying to finish the season. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a big problem. That's a problem. I mean, certain things are okay when you're single, but, you know. Even when you're single and you got a uh, a lady coming over, you got to put the Madden down. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, you know. I mean, what are they playing now? Call of Duty, where it's, you can play with different people all over the country? Mm-hmm. You know, there are women that play that. Now, if she plays Call of Duty with you, I know women that play that. All right, mm-hmm. I'm good. We play Call of Duty. That's one thing we have in common. I, I once played men with a married woman, and her and I had a conversation the whole game, you know, and she was like, you know, she gets on her husband, and, and, and they're cool with it, da-da-da, da-da-da. You know, the only problem will come in is how far you take when she's on plane. You know, but I've never had anyone when I was playing that was the type that would be upset that I'm playing or whatever. Like the last one I had, she knew how to get me to put that thing down quick. I don't give a day on if it was first down and... I'm giving it a score. You know, I, I told a guy one day, I said, hey, look, man, look, um, we we could pause this game, but I got to go. I'll be back. You, you know, you can walk away for a while. I'm just going to get this. I'll be back, you, you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and whether you there when I get back, if I get back, you know, but I'm not going to sit up here and play with you, and I know what I'm about to get, you know, and she would, she would, she would do things, you know, where it it, it would be like, look, see ya, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it depends on the woman. 
Mm-hmm. I talked to a woman one time. She came in my store, and it was like her husband would come home from work, and he would sit down in front of there, and it pissed her off, and it was like time for me. And then she flipped it, you know, and then she said, wait a minute. And she thought on it. And it was like, well, he's bringing the money home. He's home. Then she started finding a way to get herself into it where then they are spending more time together and it was a lot easier instead of him sitting up for four, eight hours playing the game. You know, like I have one over here now. I'm not even going to get this fixed. It's just not where I am now, you know. Yet I have guys who who still play it and if you talk to them, and the women they with, a lot of them, I know why they still playing it. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I won't pick up a control every now and then if I feel like it and play, but it's just not a priority to me anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can play it after. And, right. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. Where some your guys is like, yeah, some guys as soon as they get in till the wee hours. You know, I used to, I used to be in a a, a league. You know. And it could be as as many as 30 of us on a call, you know, depending on how many teams we, we, we're running with. If we're running with a whole 32 teams, and you got 32 guys on who are married, divorced, single, <laughs> you, 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 you know, you got a whole mixture. Mm, gotcha. They married to Madden. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and a lot of guys don't like this situation. That's why Madden is their mistress. Wow. Yeah, that's, crazy. that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, in the situation, and I know that we've all had people that uh, had marriage issues, and some of us have as well. In the situation of a failing marriage, what person in the marriage, male or female, is is um, asked to increase the sex in the marriage? The female. Why do you think that is? Because that makes the conversations about our problems go so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, because you figure, like, after you have sex with your wife, she can literally tell you in the middle of the night, won't you go wash my car? And you'll think about it. Some of us will actually go do it. But it won't be like, no, nah, you know, I ain't, I ain't washing your car. It's, it's 11 o'clock at night, midnight. I ain't doing that. But when you when you have issues in your marriage, right, and you get that release, and it's like, oh yeah, you know what? I do need to help out around the house a little more, honey. You know what I mean? She could be telling you like all the stuff that you need to be doing. You're like, yep, you're right. I'm raggedy. Mm-hmm. You know, after the fact. Whereas before the fact, it's like, you know what? The conversation it goes a lot different. You know, there, there there's no release. Wow, so you're saying that after the sex, they can pretty much get whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Not not before the sex? No. After. We're at our week. I think, I mean, I think uh, the blood flow, you know, we still don't have the blood to the brain yet. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I disagree. Go ahead, Rodney. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I think uh, that's a toss-up, right? That's a toss-up uh, on, okay. on I mean, talking about afterwards. Sure. Because that all depends on 
I guess in, in terms of a game, who scored more points? That all that all depends on who put in the most work. Yes. Because on the flip side of that, I can say, go get me a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? If you know you didn't put in work and you didn't just did everything, you didn't busted the back, then, um, you know, in, in, in that case, you have the upper hand. They'll, they'll go out and wash your car. They'll go to the grocery <laughs> store. You know what I mean? They'll go to the grocery store. So I'm saying that, that, can, that can work both ways. That all depends on what takes place. And on the, on the side note of that, if, uh, if it's a tie game, since we all men, we talk in, in uh, figurative speech of sports most of the time, that if it's a tie game, neither one of us try to do anything. We just both high-fiving and going to sleep. Right. <laughs> Good game. Good night. Now, 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 and the reason why I disagree, the reason why I disagree with that is because I noticed that we as men find ourselves doing things that we necessarily wouldn't do, i.e. the dishes, <laughs> uh, 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 um, mopping the floor. Uh, now, we would do this when it gets to the point where it's visibly visibly noticed, well, we got to do it. But certain times we do chores for that cookie. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, we know the there's a certain time of the week or a certain time of the day or whatever it is that there's a possibility, but there's things around the house that need to be done. These things that I'm talking about are going to be thrown up in your face later when you try to get something. They say, no, nah, I can't because i got to do these things. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We do these things. We take away the excuse, right? Nah, okay. you know I can't. I can't right now. I gotta take care of the kid. Well, I take care of the kid. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta cook the dinner. Don't worry about it. I already ordered pizza. <laughs> so basically, we... it's it's given a reason you you won't get enough. You know, you got exactly. to say yes. Exactly, to me, you got to say yes. What do you got... complain about? Exactly. And this is before we've gotten it. You see what I'm saying? And you yeah, said sure. afterwards they can make us jump through hoops. I'm thinking before we already jumped through hoops. It's actually both. And especially if you know it. Now, you wouldn't be washing them dishes and washing them pots, you know, with, you'd be washing them with less emphasis if you knew that it wasn't going anywhere. You might just be like, you know, I'll get them in the morning. It ain't, you know, ain't a big deal. First, if okay. you knew you were going to get lucky. Okay. Okay. No. I got another one for you. Yeah, you're going to pick that dishwasher or something. You're going to make sure it gets done. You're going to make sure <laughs> it gets done. Before, I got another one for you. Changing your habits, changing the way you do things, being more responsive to those requests because of long-term sexual activity. You know what I mean? Like you come, you probably w- wouldn't think about dishes in the sink. Now you're consciously thinking about dishes in the sink. Wow. Now you're consciously thinking about your clothes on the middle of the floor in the bedroom. Let me get that up. That's going to come back and bite me later. Mm-hmm. It you know what I mean? up your, your lucky night. It might. I, yeah, yeah. I'm storing, up these, I'm storing up these nuts like a squirrel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know. I don't like that though. I I I don't like that. I I I I've never liked. I don't know. Maybe because 
I'll do things automatically. I mean, I've I've lived with women who were walk in and close be from the door and you, you know and it's like me it's every night it's always been every night it's understood don't try to use nothing against me because and, and see and that's the thing and I, I guess it's different when you marry because I drop you in a heartbeat you know where now it's I do the stuff anyway she doesn't cook, I cook. Gotcha. You know, um, I just mentioned something to her. Well, I mentioned to her before, and she comes up with the day about, you know, cooking together. Because I say, hey, look, you know, why don't we just cook a few meals together? You know, sometimes she'll pull this. Uh, why always I got to do everything? You know, and I don't looking at it like, yeah, you you absolutely right. Wait till later. <laughs> you know, we going to see. Because, you, you know, when she pulls that, I know that she's trying to say, oh, I did this, and everybody's asking this of me all day, and da-da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, look, you, have, you don't cook for me. I cook. I do the cooking. I don't mind doing the cooking. And you know this. That's why you don't really cook. You know, so later on, don't be giving me no. Well, you need to check and make sure all the windows are closed and locked and da da. No, you have none. You have no reason, no excuse, and you honestly have to establish it in the very beginning. You know, this is how it should be. This is what I want. You know, and if you're not going to go along with that, then maybe you need to make your decisions now whether or not you want to be involved with me if if we don't click, you know, don't commit yourself. And I don't like nagging, and I don't like people using things against me. I don't care who you are, you know. So, so that right then I let it be known early. Don't think you're going to use that against me because I can make it hurt you, you know, and and then I don't have to put up with that. Yeah, good words, good words. But even still, even still, there's still things that that are going to come up. I know in my house there's certain things, you know, my wife has her pet peeves about what I do, and I've had to change a lot of it for the better good of the marriage. I just couldn't continue to do what I was doing and think that, you know, it was being okay. Even though she didn't say that it was bothering her, I knew that it was. You know I mean? And it may not be a big deal to me, but to her it was a big deal. And I know that, you know, it was causing interference. But aren't we the first and the only ones that have to make the big changes? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, it, it, it falls on us. You're right. And that's what I'm saying. I had to make some changes, you know, and for the things. And if anything, it, it, it's just being more responsive to the... To the request, and again, it's not the request that are unbearable. Like I need you to paint the house a different color every week. You know what I mean? Just take care of the basic stuff. You know, sometimes we put it on them. We think that we have a wife and that she's supposed to do all of that kind of domestic stuff, and really, that's not the issue. We have to do our part too. You know, um, but again, all those things play a part in the sex drive whether we think about it or we don't. 
what goes on in the household. And you'll see. Once you get married, you'll see, you know. But it seems like you got it pretty much under control. Yeah. <laughs> I've always tried to keep it that way. It's just something. And, and, and see, and also, I'm somebody that really doesn't have to be, you know, go through a bunch of stuff, you know, because I wash a load of clothes. It doesn't make any... The only thing it's well, you tell you me how you clothes. want it done. But the you question know. is, will you wash her clothes? Because I know she oh, wash sure. a load of your clothes. I've been in trouble a couple of times with that because... Some stuff not supposed to go in there. Right, you, you <laughs> know, and, and that's not me. So I had to learn it. Like now she'll say, don't put my stuff in the dryer. You know, so I make sure that her stuff doesn't go in the dry, period. And she doesn't have to worry about those little things, you know. So when it does come down to it, I shouldn't get any gripes, you know. Um, When I had kids, you know, it was my oldest one. He did not take to breastfeeding. So I was the one getting up and still had to go to work, getting up feed a bottle, because I fixed him real quick, you know, at, at, at what was five months, he was on feed a bottle. Mm. It was rice, it was vegetables, it was fruit, see you later, you sleep all night, you know. There you go. My youngest one was the breast, it was grab him, put him there, call me when you're done. That spoiled her. Gotcha. You know, and I'm still getting up going to work. That spoiled her. So then she starts showing her hind part, you know. And that's the problem. You know, it has to be a mixture of, be. Of, of things, you know, because then it will get to the point where she thinks you, you're the one always supposed to wash the clothes, you know, and then you're still going to complain about if I don't wash today. Yeah. Mm. Can, I, can I drop a monkey wrench, Mr. Holmes? Yeah, go ahead, do your thing. How does lingerie play a part in sex drive? And visual. You know, we're still visual creatures, you know. I don't like it. Do you think women, do you think we're more uh, uh, fixated on that than women? Yes. Yes. Because I find I am. I, I I find that with who I'm with now, I'm the one more fixated on, you know. On the lingerie? Right, because I brought her something, and she still hadn't worn it. Yeah. And I brought it up to her, and she's like, well, I thought it would say, no, you should have tried that on when you got home. What do you think I brought it for? Now, in the past, I've been accused someone went out and brought something that glowed in the dark, and <laughs> and it was going that quick, you know. And she was like, why did I even bother? got to leave it, it in the light for a little while to get it activated? That type of thing, yeah, you know. <laughs> it didn't last long, you know. And, and she was a little perturbed because she got something special, and it was like, you take that off. But I was a younger man then, you know. But then... I also used to, that would be a gift I would give women that I met. I would go out and buy them. <laughs> that's, a, that's a gift for you. Well, <laughs> you're that guy. You're that guy. I'm that uh-huh. guy. You know, that was my calling card. That was, yeah. you know, because, 
you, you know, when I got out of when, when my first year of college, I had eight credit cards, and back then they gave you a credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, just for they, they, looking in the uh, store. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they my credit first, cards are all the all the guys. And right, and my first all the guys. And, and my first credit card actually was a fashion bug card. I couldn't even use it. The only time I used it was <laughs> by my mother, my sister, or whoever I was seeing something. <laughs> Yeah. And my girlfriend at the time was the one that got me. Said, you, you know, if you get a fashion bar card, you know, by you being a man, you'll get it a whole lot easier. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, that, that, that's cool. I, I understand where this is going. You know, so so it was like, you know, if she bought something, and she was straight up, cause cause not only would she use it, but she paid it off. You know. So I, yeah. I had a good one, you know. But, but I don't like it. But on the real, I mean, T.O., Mr. Hosea, he don't like it. But I don't like it. I know if them pots were in the in the sink, <laughs> and you wanted to get on some Madden, and your wife came downstairs to get a drink of water and say, yeah, before you come upstairs, hit them pots. Now, you say you don't like it. Now, the game will be put down. Uh, and you would be on them pots, and you will you will wash them in record time. Period. And am I right? No. <laughs> I would, but, 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 but you said you said the lingerie. Yeah, that's right. And the reason why I don't like it, okay, is because it's it's how can I say this? Um, it's planned. Lingerie is a planned act. What's wrong with playing that? Yeah, what are you talking about? This is what I'm trying to say, and maybe I'm not making myself clear. It's You're a not. plan. Like, if you come on, if we got seven days. Don't we have a plan where we get to a girl, we won't, We already know what our plan exactly. is. No, 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 on, no, no. If you got seven days, right, mm-hmm. just take one week. You get mm-hmm. lingerie one day out of that week. Yeah. Okay. So great. what do you do the other six days? Hey, we're not saying that you can't get it in on the other six days. Six days. I understand yeah, that, but but so 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 then that's like a special occasion when she puts on the lingerie. No, that's like a guarantee. That's a guarantee. Not, right. Not only that. Now look at it this way: your single Let days. Exactly. Come your on, man. Your single days. Chick come uh-huh. over. She got I'm a long coat on. She opens the coat. Bam. Unwrap this, right? You know, um, where I can understand your view because when you're married, it doesn't carry the same impact as if you're dating as no, you're you know, right. someone that shows up with it. No, I don't but, help me, Miles CJ. No, but no, he's no, right. No, but this one no. I'm trying to say: when I was single, if that happened, I'd love it. But now it's got to be consistent. If it's not consistent, then it's like a treat. What did I do to deserve this? Would I'm you, looking for consistency now. Come on, man. Would you, would you find her more attractive walking around the house with one of your shirts on? Mm-hmm. Or lingerie? The shirt, I say brother. lingerie. That shirt, man, you didn't hit it right over the head. No. That's because it's practical. It's not made up. It's not, oh, I got all dialed up. I don't need that. Come on, man. You know what I mean? 
you, I, I, I'm just saying, I like the everyday, everyday. It could be a Round Tuesday, it can't be a Tuesday. It could be a Wednesday, it could be a Thursday, it could be a whatever. It doesn't have to be. Don't come downstairs on Tuesday, honey, with the lingerie on. Don't come down on Tuesday. I mean, so, you know what I'm saying? But so yeah. for you, lingerie is the Bahamas. Hey, there you go. Okay. If it's an occasion, then there's an occasion. Uh, I don't, listen, listen. No, oh, but listen, listen. You, you, you missing the point of it, though. Yeah. Okay. Help women me out. Help me feel, out. Women still have to feel like they're a woman, that they're that they look beautiful. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, they always look beautiful in your stuff. Yep. But sometimes because they're married and they see these other women wearing these lingeries and wearing this stuff, they want to feel beautiful too. Every once in a while, not all the time, but every once in a while, they want to feel have that special moment. And we already know it ain't going to last. Stay on for about two minutes. Gotcha. Yeah. And check it. With, look at the, the strippers and the porn stars. What are they with? They're not, I mean, they they don't start out butt naked. Gotcha. They end gotcha. up that way, but they got on like but, a fishnet, some heels, you know. So, so let me uh, so let me ask this. That if uh, you everyone has a, I'm guessing the, those who are in favor of lingerie, you have your preference, right, of whether it's fishnet, whether it's satin, whether it's leather, whether it's uh, you know, lace, whatever it is, right? No, they, no. You don't, have, all, you don't have a preference? Yeah. No, I mean, whatever works. If it falls under the lingerie <laughs> category, oh. I'm, I'm good. It's good. Okay, so, but, but, okay. Here's, but here's the point. I here's, don't... Here, but here's the point. What's the category? Because if my brother on the phone, meaning T-Hawk, says the category is his shirt, that ain't lingerie. What's, what's, what's wrong with it? No, wait a second. Now. That's you a shirt. Got a point. You got a point. Wait a second. You, you just said it, it all fits the script. <laughs> yeah, but you it don't all... buy that in the lingerie section or the lingerie <laughs> part of the catalog. You buy that in the men's dress shirt, you know, part of Macy's. So, so it's a difference. So, 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 so let me ask this question. If your wife, six days out of the week, wore a T-shirt, tight-fitting T-shirt to bed, and that's it, right? Six days out of the week, and then the last day of the week, she wore that lingerie that you like. What difference would it make? Well, it would make a difference. It would make a difference? Absolutely. Tight-fitting T-shirt, t-shirt nothing the, else to on. Me, to me, the T-shirt is lazy. No, tight-fitting T-shirt lazy. with nothing on. Well, else I'm a bed. guy who... It's raw all every day, uh, all night, all nothing, you know. So if you do, it's something like, you know, we're sitting up playing a Scrabble game or something like that, right? But bed, it's nothing, nothing in between, nothing, free. That's the rule. That's the first rule they understand when we get to that point. I put that out there. Ain't no clothes. You you go to bed, nothing. I don't care if it's weather, cold. You birthday suit? Just, it is. We'll so, so, listen, so listen, so listen, so listen. Thank you for making that point. That's the point that I'm talking about right now. If on the norm it's a birthday suit, what is lingerie going to do for you? Yeah, but what if birthday it suit does, is not the norm? But if the, You're right. But if the norm is sweatpants and and a hoodie, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The lingerie is going to 
gonna be like, like a penny, hoodie. like hitting the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, sweatpants and a hoodie means you just put your tans on, and know what you're ready to have. But T Hall, you gotta read Guest Seven's comment, man. Hey, what does it say about her mom going to the airport with the with the uh, lingerie under the mink coat? See that. <laughs> That's that's the kind of stuff. And she right had to pull up, you know, had to pull pull off and, and put the child out. <laughs> to get out of the car. <laughs> get out and walk. Get out and walk. I got a cab coming right behind. Get in the cab. <laughs> but 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 you see, so that's my point. My point is, it's okay to have it. Am I buying it? Have I bought any? No, I have. I mean, I have Man. before, but now I haven't. We're going to ban you from host. This is your last night hosting. But, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. That's why I said it's, it's it's a special occasion thing. Y'all know how we hate the term birthday sex. Y'all know how we hate it because that means that certain things are going to happen once a year. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, hate man. it. We hate it. So when how, how often is that lingerie displayed? When, and what do you got to do to get it displayed? Because if, if you lay it out, they ain't putting it. They, that 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 guarantee nothing. You lay it out on the bed, like hope she put it on. It may be still there when you get home that night. But see, here's the thing, though. Also, it's it's if y'all are going out, she can wear that underneath. You know she's wearing it underneath, right? When you get home, boom, right? So it it's a thing where even if you like playing roles, you know, if you in the role playing. You know, it, it it can go both ways. Role you playing know? is the bomb. Role playing. Now, if you're talking about role playing, that consists of lingerie. That's something. Oh my gosh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Huh? Man. I mean, if I'm sitting back and she's trying on different outfits. And the last thing she puts on is is lingerie. Uh, thank you for the show. Now, you know it it takes its course after that. Yeah. But if she, it, what you're saying is if she's wearing lingerie Monday through Sunday, and it's a different kind, and it's not on much. You know what it is. So so basically, lingerie is an occasional thing. You know, and, and it, it is be. a signal. It is a signal that she's letting you know that Thank tonight you. she's definitely. It's a definite, definite. Thank you don't even you. have Thank to go through scenarios you. or anything. You. you know, it's definite. Thank Listen, you. just hear me out. Hear me out, okay? There's something called bloomers. Wow. We all know what bloomers are, right? Yeah. And they're normally worn period draws. Yeah. It is what it is, right? So if you got bloomers on, if the bloomers are in the occasion, you already know what it means. It's a big X bloomer draw. Right. And while you got them on, you won't get no right. problems out of me tonight. <laughs> right. right. Now, Victoria's Secret and all these places that you're talking about sell underwear that look like lingerie. They sell bras that look like lingerie. If she has enough of those every day, you're going to appreciate lingerie every day. Not when you wash the dishes or clean the pots or when you cut the grass and you get a lucky lingerie look. No. Every day should be, and you know, I'm not wrong, every day should be 
a visual. That's what I'm thinking. Outside of the bloomer draws, every day should be a visible visual in the match. <laughs> Man, I mean, we all have triggers. We all have triggers, and they 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 will use that to benefit them to let us know. You know, exactly. um, it, it, she doesn't have to come down and step in front of the TV to know. You know, yeah. If you're a scent guy and you know. She knows you have a favorite scent, and you get that scent, then you know it's on. You know, it, it, it's all that. You still have to have the cat and mouse thing, you know. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, yes. You know, I would. I dated somebody who she would damn near. We when when markets used to when they first started being twenty four hours and. We would go marketing, and she would be with a coat and nothing else underneath. But see, but see know, that's, that's what I'm talking about right there, and that's not lingerie. What if you and your wife didn't have the kids? Y'all got up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Y'all was in, let's just say you're in New York or Vegas, somewhere where everything's open all night. And y'all go to, or let's just say you met her somewhere. Y'all didn't even leave out together. You met her at... At, at Walmart, if y'all walking down the aisle, you reach around to put an arm around her waist, and you don't feel no panty line. Come on, man. Did you need lingerie for that? And you'd be like, honey, there ain't no panty line. She'd be like, I know there ain't. Now that you know that, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Ain't no panty line. Forget about lingerie. That means it's all good when you get back to wherever you're going. See, but that's the mental thing. See, see, that's a different type of visual. Because now you're visualizing in your mind that she don't have on these drawers. We can really make this thing happen. When you see lingerie, you're visualizing in your mind that this get ready to go all the way because she's in a different type of mode. She is. Okay, so what's the difference? You get in bed before, after she does. Because and you reach over, and you reach over, time. you reach over the, you know, the little rub, ain't no patty line. But okay, see, I'm... sometimes that's, guys are in a situation where then they know it's on when that's like that. When it's closed, when something's on, it's like, eh, but when it's off, it's like, oh, she's ready. You know? She's ready. Thank you. You, you, Thank you know, so. But, but it's. It's also a different tone. When you she wearing your shirt and y'all, you know, she getting the shower and getting the bed, you in the bed. Lingerie, you you wherever you are. Yeah. So I mean again it's not bed sex. You know, you know she she washing the dishes and ain't got no drawers on and all the kids in the bed, you might slip in right there at the counter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying to that's the point I'm trying to make. So that makes lingerie a little insignificant. Yeah, I'll I say this, and then you can move on, Mr. Host, because I, I just say that the T-shirt or the birthday suit, to me, is lazy. <laughs> and Rodney, that's why he's laughing, because he knows that's what I'm talking about. I don't think that's why he's laughing. It, he ain't it, cosigning to you. <laughs> Listen. You're looking for a cosign right some, now. You know, because those joints have some contraptions, and you got to put your arm in the right way. And, yeah, it's coming off. You know, yeah, you want a that. Rubik's Cube outfit. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. But at the same time is that putting on a little a t-shirt, a birthday suit is lazy. No. You ain't got to do you got to think about that. It's like, well, but listen I'm, what I'm trying to tell you. Is it lazy if you don't see it every day? How lazy is that? If but you, you, say, bed, you say that, that y'all are saying that if you see it every day, what's lingerie going to do for you? Exactly. If she's going to bed with pajamas, every night with pajamas, and then Friday night ain't no pajamas, you going to call that lazy? Yep, because she could have put on lingerie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. She could have put on lingerie. Nobody's now, agreeing with you right now. Nobody. <laughs> Rodney, help I'm, me out, brother. Help me I'm out, Rodney. Well, I, I don't know if I'll be much help, but uh, cause I, I've, I've said this on the show before. My dress shirt is my bag, right? I don't know about what, what exactly T.R. Yeah, you would tell me. The T-shirt or a polo shirt or whatever, but mine is my dress shirt. You put a, one of my dress shirts on, you got me. Now, I will agree on the other hand with Rodney on the birthday suit. I I not I don't know about to the extent of saying lazy, it just uh, <laughs> it's lazy. I, need, I need something. Right? I need something. <laughs> that shirt would be the thing for me. Not to say, you know, either way, even if you did, it ain't like it's gonna turn me off and break right. <laughs> case, right? But uh but if I have my choice between say uh Catwoman and uh, my my shirt being on, on on my wife would be my shirt. Yeah, and, I, and, I had and, that choice. and for the record, a birthday suit has never been kicked out of bed, to my knowledge. Just for the record, it <laughs> 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 never will be. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, but like you said, Mr. Host, teach his own, teach his own, teach his own, teach his own. Right. So so so, who masturbates more, men or women? Mm. Man. Yeah. Wow. I don't know about that one. I would assume I would have to. If they are a lot of with them, I with think mm-hmm. I think there are more men that won't admit to it than that equals women who don't do it at all. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah. a lot of women will not do it because they just. The, are there women out there like that, though? There are a lot of women that are, but there are women who won't even, you know, think about doing that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Okay. I mean, you what know. do you think? You think they do? You think you I, take I, ten women? How many do you think do it out of ten? I would say four. Ten minutes. Really? How many do you think do it? Wow. You know. Nine. Because <laughs> I would think, I don't know, I don't know if I would make it equal with them, but I would think it's a lot higher than that, to be honest. Four? I'd say about four, yeah. If, if, there's, say, if, yeah. There's, ten, if there's ten yeah. men, I'd say there's eight women. No. 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 <laughs> four. Really? Four, I would probably say, I'd probably say three and a half. Yep, yep. And the half is still trying to figure out how to do it. I mean, (laughs) and I don't want want anybody to think strange to this, but you look back at your children or or somebody's children. You look at an infant boy. Where's his hands normally going? 
It's That's like, right. You, got a point. It, you know, it's there. Little mm-hmm. girls don't do that. That's right. That's right. You got a yeah. point. So, 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 so we're conditioned to do it more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we do it when it's not available, and and when it's well, when it's not available, a lot more than a woman would when it's not available. So a right. woman could potentially, when it's not available, just take the zero and go to sleep. Right. Yep. When we may have a hard time doing that because we Look. figure like, no, I ain't going to be able to this thing. Up. I got to get this thing. Yeah, he thing. said a hard right. time. Yeah, hard time. Yeah, hard time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 11, so it's almost 11. 11, so hard time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, topic tonight is sex drive. And masturbation has a lot to do with sex drive. Because like you said, if you can't achieve that goal of fulfilling your sex drive, by hook or crook, men will find a way to get it done. When women may just say, okay, eh, whatever. Oh, I'm sorry, can I, can I jump in real quick? Yeah. Only because only because, only because you guys kind of messed me up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so so being, being that I'm on the iPhone, I just jumped onto my internet, right? Yep. And and I so I have this study that says ninety two percent of women masturbate. And then it says a new study reveals ninety two percent of women regularly take time out to masturbate. A huge jump from the findings of previous studies. Seventy four percent in nineteen seventy nine, sixty two percent in nineteen fifty three. The Gossard, I don't know which study that is, but the Gossard Big M survey interviewed a thousand women ages eighteen to thirty, and their answers indicated that not only do nine out of ten women play with themselves, two-thirds do it three times a week. Mm, that's a lot. That's a it lot is. of masturbation. That's a right lot. Yep. I, I, I don't know where these know. women came I from this know. study. Now, well, I obviously, know. I don't know where the study comes from, but it's, it's, it's supposedly a valid study. It's just online, keep in mind. But Okay, now oh. here, here's the situation. If that's a European study... Yeah. 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 But wait a minute, we didn't we didn't we didn't categorize this. No, we didn't. We didn't. What I'm saying is European women are more open, more relaxed, and more uh ambitious when it comes to sex than Western women. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what does your clock say, Mr. Host? Is it after eleven? Mm-hmm. It's after eleven. Well, I got I got a monkey wrench now. All right. We you know he said ninety two percent three times a week. The topic of the evening is sex drive. So is it safe to say that women are getting their rocks off independent of us? That's why they have no desire to have sex with us. Mm. I'm not because there's that. no man in their life. Yeah, but I'd like to know, uh, 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 if you're still on the Internet, Rodney, I'd like to know married women's stats versus married men's stats on masturbation. Oh, that's a good question. Because if so, when is it happening and how often is it happening? Because now you got to live in. Think about it. If you have a live-in, that changes the game with masturbation. Now, I found where women I've, I've dated, 
because I'm going to admit to it. And and actually, they've said that uh, men who masturbate have lower chances of prostate cancer. For sure. (laughs) I keep it it real, Mm -hmm. you know. But um, have been offended to know that I have with them here. Yeah. You know, with them in the bed, and they like, you did that? And it's like, <laughs> you know, like I was with another woman. It's like sometimes you just want to, you know, not be bothered. You want to take care of what and move on. You know, if it's before <laughs> I'm going to work and you still in bed, and you the type that go, what are you messing with me for? What am I going to do? I'm going to knock and I'm gone, you know. So... You know, my current one now, she just finds it to be real shocking that I did. You, you know, and it's yeah. like, well, look, um, when I see you, I see you. When I don't, what do you think I'm going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, T-Hawk, yeah. let me read this this one thing first, and then I'll, I'll read what you're looking for. It says, uh, 99% of, men of uh, men of all ages masturbate reg- regularly, and the other 1% are liars. Right. And I, said, uh, I told you, Rodney, nine out of ten. And somebody lied. <laughs> so, so I think here's what you were looking for. It it was the uh Kinsey study, uh and it's by uh sexuality dot about dot com. Okay. So the Kinsey survey found that almost forty percent of men and thirty percent of women in relationships masturbate. A study oh, yeah, that's of close enough. Yeah, right. but he said it was close. Said it was close. So a study of Playboy leaders found that 72% of married men masturbate, and a study of Red Book leaders found that 68% of married women masturbate. See, therein lies the issue. Mm-hmm. That's the issue right there. I think that's the big, the big issue when you're married to a woman and she's masturbating. And, and again flip side, because just like he was saying that the woman got upset because he masturbated and she was in hell. But when that happened, what is the need for that when you have a living? Something is not right. Mm-hmm. Or, like mm-hmm. Rodney said earlier in the conversation, somebody's just greedy. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I was greedy because I really love myself. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Yeah. I mean, some some people have high metabolism when it comes to sex drive. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like that man that gets right off his woman and goes downstairs and watch porn. Well, see, but see, but see, that, that, but how is that when, when the woman finished having sex with the man, he falls asleep and she masturbates? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Somebody well, left something on the table. Somebody left something on the table. Right. Somebody left something on the table. Now, some people know that, you know, for, for for some of us, one orgasm is not enough. It'll do, but it's not enough. Mm-hmm. And if you have a woman that's multi-orgasmic and she's getting one, what happens? You're like, no, man, no. I'm, I, I'm just getting It goes started. back to your conversation earlier today. She started listening to a girlfriend talking about how a man's getting it in. Now you got a situation on your hands. Yeah, I mean, you may be a guy that's got one nut in you. And when that's done, you're like, okay, you know, that's it, I'm done. 
On the flip side, she may be like, that's not enough for me. And that's where that 40% comes in. If you're knocking it down and they're hitting the, the snooze button afterwards, when they going to masturbate? Maybe if you have to work late that night and you can't bring it home, say like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't wait for this man to get home. Let me rub one out right quick. <laughs> and then you can catch up late. And then you catch up later. So, I mean, with, you know, just regarding that, you know, if you were to come home and, uh, you know, you came in and she was masturbating, who, who would that do? Who would that do for you? You know? <laughs> Jumping right in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping right in. There's no question about it. Mm. I wouldn't be offended. You know what time I'm coming home? That might be lingerie. (laughs) 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 Wow. Wow. You walk into that. I mean, what if you got to that point in your marriage where you can talk, you can have phone sex? And it makes her do that. That's a certain uh, place to be, man. But that's a good... I think it's a good place to be in your marriage. I, I where think... You're, you're talking, you're getting your own wife excited, and you're having phone sex. She gets to the point where... And you're not home. And then she just says, you know what? I'm to that place. But see, phone sex is it. And like I said, I think it was last week. She could be upstairs. I could be downstairs on the phone. And she, you know, it does. Well, see, once again, I, I put that out there. I'm a freak, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I look for inventive things. You know, so I, I don't have a hang up with. Like I said, it, it, it was it was one woman. One, she was older than me, and she just opened me up to everything, and that was that was. Her gift, mm. you know, um, not that I was a virgin, but it was I was a little more subdued, you know. I wasn't the type of guy that made a lot of noise, a lot of demands. After her, I was pulling hair, I was <laughs> doing it all because, you know, it it was it it really freed me, made me more adventurous, you know. Yeah, and I ain't going back. You know, so I appreciate her. <laughs> I got, you know what? I got one last thing to say about this topic. That's a true or false. Women who regularly attend church are less likely to have permissive attitudes about sex. And men don't show a connection between church attendance and sex attitudes at all. True or false? Mm. I'd I, I say for the say women who attend church have less permissive attitudes about sex? I ain't going there. I, I don't think that's true. No. You don't think that's true? No. Anybody else? It wouldn't be no women in the church except old women, and I don't even want to put that by them. Um, it's 11 o'clock hour, y'all. You know we're going to It's time to get it in. <laughs> any, 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 any comments online? 
how many women? No, no comment. Had, okay, <laughs> comment how, how many women were in the club Saturday night, rolling in church Sunday morning? Yeah, but we talking about regulars, right? Church regulars, most of us on church regulars. I would still say the same. I mean, mm-hmm. when they go to church regularly, think about sex differently, or more than women that don't go to church regularly. Uh, well, if we're talking about married women, uh, and, and maybe you don't want to categorize, but I, I think for this question, I have to categorize. I think you're talking about married women. I don't let's think they mar- think of it. As- let's go with married women, especially okay. married women. Especially married women. I don't think they think of it any differently. Okay. And that's my opinion. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> that brother got his iPhone. He's doing the research over there. No, no, no. I'm not even <laughs> This is not Hey, this is, look, I give my opinions until you guys back me in the corner. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, okay. I don't, I, I mean, I've been that's in church know. where, where that's, women that's have been know. off the chain, you know. So. What about you, Rodney or P-Town, anybody else? Well, I would say that, I mean, I don't know, because most married women, and you talked about this before, Mr. Host, about most married women are in the church alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that right there, um, and there's some prowlers, you know, some, some guys that, and, and, you know, they see them up there crying and, you know, at the altar and, Husband nowhere to be found, and next thing you know, he's like, "Let's go grab some lunch," you know, because he saw her up there crying. He knows she's broken and vulnerable, and you know, I think that they can married women can either fall prey to that or, or look to that quote unquote maintenance man, um, because we talked about it before how. You know, going to church with your wife is something that's 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 on a that's on a different level. Yep. I know this is eleven o'clock hours, so we can go there. But worshiping with your wife, you know, going to church with your wife, that's some different stuff. And I think they look for us to do that. However, when we're not there, you send it out to the wolves. And she and they're getting emotional. You ain't nowhere around. You playing Madden. Are you getting ready for the, the big game? And she there by herself. And the prowlers are just like, mm-mm-mm, look at her. Where's her husband at? I see you up there crying, baby. Come on, let's, let's go grab some lunch. And next thing you know, he's knocking it off. Mm-hmm. I disagree again. Tell me why. I agree to disagree. Okay. I've seen, I believe, I've seen pastors do that. They get they get so emotionally involved with um, these these wives that are going through things that uh, their their one on one conversations get sexual. Mm-hmm. I Tell me why you agree to disagree, Mister. And let me say why, and kind of, kind of go back to what I said earlier. Okay. A strong woman could make you walk through hot coals in Hawaii, barefoot. A strong woman can make you bungee jump off of a bridge and you can't swim. A strong woman will make you eat guacamole 
and you hate the the sight of it. <laughs> <laughs> a strong woman will make you eat a ham sandwich, and you're a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. That's the point that I'm making. She's sitting in church crying because she wasn't a strong woman, and I don't want to put it back on the. I hate mm. to put it back on the woman. Wow. But there's certain things that you can do in your relationship as a woman with the gifts that God gave you to make that man do things that he thought that he would never do. And you're sitting there crying because you can't you can't fulfill that task. You Ooh, just can't do it. You're like, yeah, I want him to be in church with me. I want him, but I just don't know how to get him here. Ooh, you don't gave up the cookies too soon, or you're not giving up the cookies enough. <laughs> Ooh, that's too, that that might be too sharp, Mister. My wife got me in church. When my wife wake up in the morning and start getting dressed on Sunday, if I'm in the bed, I hurry up and jump in the shower. <laughs> I can only speak from experience. So you're saying, you're saying that that's not a, a, a strong woman if she can't get her man to go to church with her? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying if you can't get your man to worship with you, and again, it should never be on the woman. It should always be. You know how we are. That's but in a certain situation, you're still going by yourself. You're the one sitting there crying for whatever reason. You're the one looking like, man, why is she there by herself? Mm-hmm. So what is, what? I mean, you've got the keys to the mansion. Mm-hmm. We don't have the keys to the mansion. We just run the mansion, but we don't have the keys to it. Mm-hmm. We get to the mansion, the door's already open for us. Mm-hmm. We don't have the keys. They got the keys. Mm-hmm. And, and... Mm-hmm. So, no, she ain't meeting Willie at lunch, breaking him off in the back seat of the minivan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just believe that something's not being done. Could that be a possibility? Could be. Anything could be a possibility, Mr. Host. Maybe we've been looking at it the wrong way. You know what I mean? If you're a woman that nags, man's not going to go to church with you. If you're a woman that Bible beats, man ain't going to church with you. If you're a woman that say, I can't do that because God wouldn't approve of that, Mm-mm. man ain't going to church with you. Little woman say, "Nah, we can't have anal sex. That's not that's not holy." He ain't going to church with you. Wow, Mister Host. Whatever you associate with, whatever you and see, you got to be careful because if you associate, see, some people take church and the Bible and use it to their disadvantage, right? Mm-hmm. So if she says, "Well, we can't do these certain sexual positions because it's not holy." that is going to turn the man off from XYZ, from that, from those things. It's like going to a job, right? If your wife goes to a job and the job keeps her till 3 o'clock in the morning, you're going to learn to hate that job because it's keeping your wife away from you and vice versa, I believe. So if she uses the church and she uses the Bible and the pastor and all the congregation as 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 <clears throat> reference to why she can't do certain things sexually with you, you're going to not like that. 
Am I making sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why most guys are like, yeah, nah. You go ahead. I'll see you when you get back. That's your <laughs> But also, like a comedian said, white church and black church is different. Black church is an all-day thing. White <laughs> churches, they out by 1130. <laughs> In time for the game. Right. <laughs> you, you know, so <laughs> sometimes it's on that, uh, what, 4, 6 o'clock? Mm, I don't know. You know, I yeah. I I watch it online. You know, because <laughs> that's that's what can happen. But but uh, um, I I believe in being evenly yoked. You know, um, yeah. I I've always, even as a child, it wasn't stress to go to church. I would go. Um, if I saw or heard something that I didn't feel like I was getting a, a message from, I'm not going back to that church. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of times, the times that I've been in church, it's just another place for a date. Yeah. You know, so. And and then it's just judging. Look what she had on. Look what she got on. Look, 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 look how, you know, he sits over there, she's over here, that type of thing. So it, it depends. But when it comes down to belief, then we're going to be evenly yoked, you know. Yep. And, and, and that's important because, you know, and where you go worship with your spouse is extremely important too because, you know, Anything goes in the marriage bed. It's undefiled. We all know that. Most of the women know that, but a large, a large amount of them don't. Uh, and and it's unfortunate because it's a right that God gave us. You know what I mean? Unless you bring in outside sources in or things that are, are unclean, anything goes. You know, but I've heard people say, that because their wife is in church, the sex is dropped off. Mm. Because their wife, you know, is you know is listening to the pastor saying, well, you, you know, there's certain things that you shouldn't do. The sex is dropped off. You know, I'm pretty sure we all, in one instance or another, have heard that. You know, and again, I don't like when I go to church and I see married women without their husband. Y'all know how I feel about that. I just hate it. You know, but I understand there's a reason why now if I back in retrospect back looking back on it, there's a probably a reason why the man doesn't want to spend two or three hours worshiping with their wife. And I wouldn't say that they're a heathen because they're married. And you see the kids are there, you see the dude at the the church picnics or softball games, whatever the case may be, but there's something there's there's a certain disconnect when it comes to worshiping with their wife. And I think mm-hmm. it's what they're bringing back. The message that they're bringing back to the husband may be a little warped. And just That's imagine him. Just imagine if that guy knew the guy that is staying back. If he knew that if he went, it actually could potentially increase his wife's sex drive for him. Be in his favor. Exactly. Now, how crazy is that? He like, no, you know, you go ahead, you know. Do your thing. I'll see you when you get back. And she in that crime. He cut his own legs off. 
Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. I mean, you know, if your wife is crying, and let's just say if she's crying, wouldn't you want to be involved? Yeah. At some point, what's yeah. wrong? Why are you crying? What's going on? Isn't that a telltale sign that something's going wrong? Yeah. If she's crying or if you don't ask? If she's, well, kind of both, but if she's crying. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she's yeah, crying. Yeah, we know, and we know the difference between tears of joy and, you know, tears of brokenness. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's something, something wrong, man. Something wrong. And you're not there to not, <laughs> no, no, you don't know, because it might be a long ride home. The eye's not <laughs> even red no more by the time she walk in the house. So you may not even know. Mm. And then it's business as usual. It's business as usual, you know. But again, I think that, you know, we, we you know, we all have a role to play. She's got a role, we got a role. And certain times things that with church are misconstrued to the point where a man may be turned off when he shouldn't be. And that's not giving any man an out at all because you still need to investigate for yourself. And that's the vulnerability. Right. I was going to say that's the vulnerability of of, uh, when in being in marriage is, is going to be that sexual tension or that emotional tension. That's that's that. Those are the things that kind of drive infidelity. Wow. Mhm. Mhm. You know what I mean? Who's who's making you feel good? Who's making you feel better than the current person that you have? Yeah. Wow. And, and she look over and, and Tyrone always in church. Mhm. But you know exactly. what? You know the crazy part though. It may not even be Tyrone. It may be that young pastor, suited up, mm-hmm. secure man, charismatic, speaking the gospel. Mm-hmm. I mean, just running it down. Always saying the right things. Saying the right thing. Look like he got it together. Right. Family right. Wife looked good at the front row, clean, smiling, looking like new money. Let me say old money. Kids mm-hmm. look good. She's sitting there looking at him like, oh, my goodness, if I just had somebody like that. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine who actually went through that. Uh, uh, well, both of them are my friends, but uh, his wife, uh, they moved to another state and they had uh, joined another church, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, only short time after that, I think short time, maybe a year or so after that, I had a nice young pastor there, you know, roughly around my age, and a uh, young pastor there, and she stepped out. They were having, that's that emotional thing. I don't know about any uh, sexual tension. They might have had that too, but I know, the you know, the emotional tension was there. You know, the fact that both of them moving away from family and not having that support and, and they have kids and hard finding work and, you know, just kind of all kind of other things going on. And there was a lot of emotional tension there. And I'm not justifying, but this is what how it was explained to me. And uh, she stepped out, and her and her pastor had it. And then, uh, you know, but they've been trying to, her husband, that is, they've been trying to work work things out. And, and ironically enough, are still at the church, which, uh, you know, I kind of exact, uh, yeah, are still, still at that church. 
But when you uh, look at that just like you would look at a teacher and a student. No. No. You know, he's in authority. No. And the reason why I wouldn't is because there's something that's not present in the teacher-student relationship that's present in the church. Just something that's not present. There's a there's a presence that's just not present, if you know what I'm saying. You know, you're going to you're going to school to learn. You're going to church for something totally different to get healed. You know, you're going there to have a meeting with God, so to speak. Your school is different. I mean, I could be wrong, but I just think that you're way more vulnerable in a church setting than in a school setting. Just like Rodney was saying, the woman was vulnerable. Yeah. And the pastor probably had to do very little work to get that. She might have approached him. Yeah, exactly. So there really wasn't a taking advantage no. uh, in, in that situation, as you would probably have with a teacher-student relationship. But one thing's true. You know, that 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 emotional... Sexual tension, man, is 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 a drug. Yeah, you know, if you don't catch yourself, uh, it'll, it'll take over. Yeah. Mhm. It can mm-hmm. hurt you. You have to take notice of it in your in your relationships, in your marriage, or what have you. Um, you have to take notice of it. You don't have the option, the luxury, to kind of sit back on it and say, you know, I'm the man. Get over it. You know, let's have a better day tomorrow kind of thing. You have to take notice of it. If you don't take notice of it, there are ten brothers lined up to take notice of it. Yeah, yeah. Who can care less about you and your emotions or her and her emotions, for that matter? They don't even want her name. Yeah, they don't want her name. They just want to conquer. Exactly. They don't want your drama. They don't want her drama. They don't want her kids. They don't want you. All they want is that. And that's the bad part, man. You're coming home, that's you're working long part. hours, you're taking care of the house that she lives in, you're trying to pay these bills, you're doing all this stuff, you're putting in these hours, you're on the calls Tuesday night trying to be a better husband, you're out there, you know, ministering with brothers, blah, 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 and then how to be a better whatever it is that you want to do, and then somebody just walks in like a thief in the night and mm-hmm. takes all that from you. Yeah. Even if he took it for four hours, he still took it. <laughs> he still took it. God, you crazy. And, and Mr. Host, do you do y'all think that the church doesn't preach enough that Christian marriage means taking care of your spouse's sexual needs? And what I mean by is that you know if people really aren't willing to do that, then they shouldn't commit to the marriage because that's part of it. You know, we're, we're not talking about. You know, when someone's disabled or, you know, there's an injury. We're just talking about two willing and able parties. But do y'all think that the church preaches enough on that? Like, you need to, in both ways, you know, husbands, you need to take care of your, you know, your your wife's emotional intimacy so you can, you know, be, I don't want to say rewarded, but, you know what I mean? That that her her sex drive will improve. That she don't have to do all the things around the house, and she's not as tired, or she doesn't have a headache, you know, whatever the case may be. But why don't they I preach think, more on that? Go ahead, Rob. I I don't say I think the church preaches enough on all of that. I think what they don't do enough is teach uh, the practical 
um, application of of what they're preaching. Gotcha. So there has to be more teaching than preaching going on. I think they preach enough of that. I think you hear a whole lot of uh, good-sounding uh, speeches. In some cases, that I wouldn't even call all of them sermons. I think you hear some good-sounding <laughs> speeches. Uh, speeches. <laughs> <laughs> but but not enough practical teaching on and expounding on that word, bringing it into 2012 and into your house. I don't think it's enough of that. I don't want to hear a whole lot about goats and sheep and, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, cedar wood and et cetera, et cetera. I want you to break, what is all of that, What what is all that figurative speaking, so to speak, uh, how does that uh, relate to me and my wife sitting on this couch, not looking at each other, not speaking, acting like neither one of us are even here? And 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 while they have see we don't have that in our church. I've never heard that brought up that way in our church. And not knocking it. And I know that they have a they've elected a couple to do marriage, whatever you want to call it, counseling ministry. Yeah, marriage ministry. Couples ministry. Yeah. Yeah, and and they may touch on it. I don't think that they really get into it like you just said. They may touch on it, but that's something that should be spoken in a sermon in front of the congregation on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. When and I say a, regular it, basis, let me just say on a monthly basis. Sure. And then a follow-up during the week, an actual study, so you can do a deep dive, because the sermon doesn't really give you the opportunity to deep dive, but gives you a deep dive so you can talk as the conversations like we're having now because, um, you know, I'll give you an example with the, the church that uh, me and my wife attend. They started a couples ministry study. So my wife wanted to go, and I was like, okay, well, on the, the days that I can make it, I will be there. Sometimes I'm out of town. Sometimes I'm doing, you know, other things. Sure. Uh, and um, so, I, you know, I've, I've made to a, a two of them over probably the Hey, Rodney. Year. Yeah. We didn't mean to be on your street tonight. If you're not going to church with your wife, we we, we didn't mean. Wow, that's funny. That's nah, go funny. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> not, for the record, that is not the case. We know. We know it's not. <laughs> but um, so you know, I've, I like I said, I've attended a couple of the classes. And I, I'm actually I go obviously to support my my wife and, and what's what's happening within her, but uh, you know I I think it of as kind of a joke. There's a book that um, that they have us reading. It's called Love and Respect. And uh, yeah, I, for all intents and purposes, and I'm you know I wrote a book, right, Tony? You got a book? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I, and I've always told people never study from this book. Never, never, never let this book take place of the word that it's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you even with this book, or meaning my book, you eat the meat and you throw the bones away, right? With the Bible, is the only book that you're gonna eat everything. But so I said, you, you read the Bible, you learn from the Bible, and you can use this to complement that. But you don't, you don't, you don't take this as primary, and then use the Bible to back up what I'm saying, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, so but we read this particular book. 
uh, love and respect, and um, we we talk through those concerns. We don't use the Bible. We just, I mean, in in there they might quote a couple of scriptures in the book, but we use the scenarios that are listed in the book, and then you know people kind of demagogue certain scenarios. And stuff. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, and, you know. And I'm the same person whether I'm this call or or in a pulpit or in uh, in that in that study, and I say, look, uh, what what this guy's talking about obviously did not work for him talking to his wife a certain way. And then you got everybody rolling their heads, and you know, you know how women do, and, and the guys either being quiet or, or contradicting something. And I said, well, wait a minute, it doesn't matter. You know, almost how he's explaining his situation. This, this situation didn't work. For me. And then I have to explain me and my wife's situation how we communicate. I don't have no. I can tell her flat out. I don't like. I don't like the way this this tastes. Please don't cook this again. And but we we're good with that. Whereas you know, this scenario on the book says, you know, he said this. The woman went crazy. It was a bad choice of words, and he should have been more respectful of her, more loving of her, more. Uh, um, more respectful of her feelings because she slaved in the kitchen. She, you know, cooked, cooked the meal or what have you. And uh, and then, of course, everyone around the room was, y'all know you're exactly right and you shouldn't do that. And, you know, that's the the wrong way to handle it. What he should have done was just, I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Put the pump the brakes on that one. Mm-hmm. It didn't, that didn't work for his house. I get that. But now if you're telling me I need to change the way uh, me and my wife are communicating, which works for us, that type of maybe abrupt honesty works in our relationship. We don't have to step on eggshells and figure out how I'm going to say this to her kind of thing. So that works for us. And I understand it might not work for everyone, but I think uh, in some of these classes, since we did bring up having a couple's ministry class or whatever, it just kind of dawned on me with some of the stuff that I'm hearing. I'm like, you know what? I don't even really want to be in the class. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, listen to yeah. it. Because, and, it, and it's not as real with stuff that I'm hearing, you know, that I hear and able to, to give out on this call, this is real talk. This is the kind of study that need. And I think about that when I was in the class, and I was like, wow, I would like to have all the brothers on the call come down here and do and, and host this type of uh, yeah. Yeah. A Bible study at the church. That would, you know, that would just be, that would be off the charts. But that is the type of practical stuff that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's what needs to be said in the church. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it may be a little watered down. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe a little war. See, we don't, we don't, you know, we we ain't watering down nothing. We got no reason. Right, right. No cut cards, right? No, I mean, no cut card. We can say what it is. If if it's too grunt, if it's too too much to say, you just you, you just don't say it, <laughs> you know. But right, there's no reason for. I mean, because we're in the 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 presence of our peers. Right, we've all got the majority of the same goals in mind to be better or just to talk about what, you know, the th- mm-hmm. the things that we're going. We try to stay on topic and we just give it, you know, and I like the fact that we don't have to water it down. Yeah, you don't have to beat around right. the bush. We don't have to no. beat around the bush. Don't have to beat around the bush. And when you get into a, a, a if you're going to really uh, dissect relationships for the purpose, you know, like a, like a surgeon, who, who's going to cut just like a uh, 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 a criminal uh, may cut? On, the only difference is the surgeon is going to be gentle, he's going to be precise, and he's going to cut with the intent and the expectation to fix whatever it is and, 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 and bring about some healing, right? 
Yep. That's that's their point. And that would be the same thing. Okay, it's gonna hurt a little bit. We're gonna open up, we're gonna talk just like we're talking now, like you said, it may be watered down a little bit. We're gonna talk, we're gonna open up, we're not gonna have this church face on and says, Oh no, they should have sat down and prayed. Like I was hearing an individual like one of these guys that said, uh uh yeah, it was the husband and a wife kinda of co signed on it and said, uh, we don't uh in our house we don't uh go to bed angry because the Bible says you know, uh, you should not go. Uh, don't let the sun go down in your wrath, right? Yeah. And uh, and I get it, and I'm and I absolutely understand that. And then they say, well, we sit on, we won't even let each other up the steps. We'll sit on the steps and not let the other one up, and we'll sit there. And it'll be you know two o'clock in the morning. We're nodding off on the steps, it but is. you know we we're, we're determined that we're not going to get a bit. Of, and I'm saying really. So I think really eight, exactly. eight, eight eight years or whatever. And I said. I'm thinking in eight years, you're trying to tell me all you ever did was just sit on the steps until one gave in and said, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm tired, I'm going to go to bed. I think it's a good thought. But do I think that happens 100% of the time? I don't it's know. I'm in a, it, it's unrealistic. I had, sometimes uh, you do need to get some sleep and then revisit it in the morning. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But sometimes you need sleep on it. Exactly. I've gone to bed mad. My wife's going to bed mad. It may be... A couple of nights, a couple of nights, we go to sleep happy. I mean, well, it is. This. You know exactly. what I mean? It's marriage. It's a thing called marriage. It is what it is. When you let the church get in there and influence, you're not. When you again, and that's a, you made the exact point of what I was making earlier. Some people take the Bible and the church and they take it to another level. When it wasn't meant, it's got to be realistic. But here's why. Here's why. I know a brother had a, a comment, but I just want to get this off before I forget it. Is that. Um, this is why we have over uh, 50% divorce rate in the church is because you put this unrealistic expectations on individuals. And so here I'm, a, let's just say I'm a newlywed couple or, or you know, a couple getting ready to get married, and I'm listening, I'm in this class, and I'm listening to these couples say, you know, we never do. We never go in a bit upset, never. So now my expectations are if I'm a Christian, if we're going to be a Christian couple, then I can't do this. I, I have to have the same willpower that they have, and I have to be able to. And then I find myself, find ah, I should say our relationship, I find myself going to sleep in another room or leaving the house altogether or whatever the case is. Now I'm thinking, okay, there's something wrong with us. This obviously wasn't godly meant because we can't uphold what Christians are doing in their what some Christians we hear are doing in their marriages. So obviously this isn't men of God. I can't handle this. We can't handle this. We're not meant to be together, and we divorce. But that's not what it meant. It just meant that that person was lying to you, and if they had told you the truth, you wouldn't feel so exiled, such an anomaly. You would have felt like, okay, you made some mistakes. You guys messed up. You guys fell short. That's fine. Let's build on that. We forgive each other. Let's 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 move on. Let's build from there. And and this is the kind of real talk I said is when you have that church facade on in those meetings, you're not getting to the truth. And are you really helping people? Or are you doing more damage than you're doing good? Mm-hmm. Sorry, there was a brother that had something. Uh, we had a guy uh, tell us one time, um, him and his wife, they won't argue in the bedroom. Anywhere else but bedroom, you know, and and he was saying that you know that's important, 
you know, and didn't ask what his religion was, whether he went to church or whether he was a reverend. But that was something we picked up, and we find there's sometimes that that's not easily done either, you know, because things come up. I find a lot of times in the middle of the night, I'll be talking. You, you know, that's when you really get a chance to really talk. Ended, you know. Um, I find a lot of times women in the church, um, they go to church, they listen. They they would rather listen to the minister than to, than to really um, want to read the Bible because they they look at the Bible as being sexist. You know, male chauvinist, uh, misogynist, you know, because of a lot of things that's being said. And the first thing you talk to a woman about what's in the Bible and what she's going to say. You, you know, no, um, that, that I've spoke to a woman who looked at the Bible as, well, that was written so long ago. Yet, she was a woman that went to church. You know, it was what came out the minister's mouth was more important and, and more that she looked toward than what's said in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Bible it says that a woman is to, to be this and to be that. And what about a man? Well, it's in there about a man too. You know, but if, if, if why would you gravitate to first one deal with what the, the man has to do Instead of dealing with what it says you should do as a as a, as a Christian wife, you know, because it's a lot of things. One, women don't know how to be quiet. They don't. They don't want <laughs> to, to. They don't want to be be um uh, uh uh that that wife that is um uh, uh passive. You know, um, let him be the head of the household. She wants to be. So a lot of times a man will not go to church because she goes to church because she wants to come back and try to be the man in the house. You think? Yeah. You know, it could wow. be. It could be. It could be. You know, our pastor talked about that Sunday. Funny that we're actually talking about it now about why there were so many more women in church than men. And he said that we have a problem with the authority of it all. That's interesting. We have a problem with authority. Like there's another man that's actually telling us what to do, how to be better men, how to run our household, how to pray, how to whatever it is. And that, and that, is, good. that is definitely a good point. And we don't, we don't, we we're not interested in, in hearing anybody else tell a man or the authority. Not even the man. We just God in, in general. You know what I mean? God's got His rules. We as men, we have rules in our house too. You know what I mean? But if we don't really know who's in charge, then we're not gonna, you know, um, listen to anybody else. If it's a preacher, if it's God, whoever it may be, we just may have an issue with the authority portion of it. That's what he said. Is that well? Okay, so I find that interesting too. But the, the initial part, when I said that's interesting, was me thinking about what's actually being taught in some churches, 
or, pro, or preach, I should say, in some churches and left up to uh, interpretation in churches where maybe is it the woman that's coming home being authoritative because of what she's heard or how she interpreted what she heard, and that's why the guy's like, I'm not going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't agree with what they're telling you. You know, and that's why it's so important, I believe, to have a Bible-based church. Absolutely. It starts with the Bible and it ends with the Bible, period. That's it. That's it. Anything else is all Yeah, anything else is Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? So then you can't go wrong because it's the Word of God. You got your book exactly. open, you go into text, you got the text, we say your exactly. text, and then you're talking about the text. Exactly. You don't exactly. deviate that much other than to tell a story or an example about how the text relates to you as a pastor. But other than that, you're still on the text. And you'll right. go back to the text six or seven times within your sermon. So you actually stay on the text. But when people don't go to the text, and they, you know, and when you getting, you're not getting fed, I hear people right. saying they left the church because they weren't getting fed because there was no text. Right, no meat, all bread. No meat. <laughs> now it's all hearsay and your rules, and this is the way we do it here in our church. And then they throw the emphasis on, and and because God says so. Right. And if you don't feed yourself the word, then how will you know it's false? Exactly. That's crazy. So at That's least, you know, the Bible-based church, even if you don't read your Bible after church, the text is still in front of you on Sunday. It's either on the board or somebody next to you got a Bible so you know that it's coming out of the Bible. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Anybody else? Not good words, man. Good words. Well, it's 11.50. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm still kind of buzzing, I guess, over thinking about that that, uh, scenario of the woman going to church, getting the word, interpreting it, you know, because, you know, a lot of what what is taught today is, um, uh, you know, I... I don't want to criticize, so I'm trying to be careful how I do this, but a lot of it is taking control of your life. Um, you know, pro- and what I'm trying to be careful of is the prosperity, because I know it has a negative condemnation con- 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 right now with a lot of people and, you know, the way they feel about church. And I know it has a lot of different levels of prosperity, but... Uh, how some people interpret that, maybe women, right, interpret that in terms of you are, you know, you have authority over the earth, you have dominion, you have power, you, you have ruling capabilities, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you're first and not last, above and not beneath, uh, lender not the borrower, overcomer, more than a conqueror, et cetera, et cetera. Then, and you come home with the wrong attitude. I mean, you got your head lifted up, which you're supposed to, but it's, going in the wrong direction, meaning you're coming home and you're trying, like my, I think what my brother was just saying, that you had, you know, you, you're wearing the pants in the house. Because he doesn't go to church, he's less than you, and because you do, you're, you're God's chosen, and you come in maybe with a different or arrogant attitude that maybe he interprets the wrong way. I don't know, but it's just it's interesting uh, to hear that point of view and maybe what some women do think after they're kind of charged, I guess, from a, from a, from a sermon. 
or speech <laughs> than coming home in, in how they deal with uh, maybe their household. That would be an interesting study. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Because that's intimidating, right? I mean, when, when you have someone, whether that's a woman or a man, I'm not saying, you know, in that house, but I'm saying on the job or whatever the case is, when you have someone who's confident in who they are, that can be intimidating. It is. It is, right? especially when you're backing it with the Word of God. Exactly. 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 You know what I mean? Um, you you yeah. got, you got, you, you got, I mean, it is intimidating, and it can kill a sex drive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. That's good. That's good words. All right, give me a second. Let me do this right here. Hold on, my computer's acting up again. Hold on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.